We're here to inspire, inform, and connect entrepreneurs and high achievers. Welcome to Results Radio with the number one results coach in the country, Sean Shuchuk. Sean is as focused on your results as you are. Visit our website at www.yourresultsradio.com and take advantage of the free tips and gifts. Plus, get your copy of the best-selling results journal developed by the number one results coach in the country. With you in mind, it is the most powerful achievement tool used by high achievers today. Here is the host of Results Radio, Sean Shuchuk. This is Results Radio, and I am your host, Sean Shuchuk. As always, we bring you the very best, and today's no exception to that rule. We are here to motivate, inspire, and connect, and that's what we're going to do today. If you haven't yet, go to our website at yourresultsradio.com and get yourself a copy of the Results Journal. It was designed with you in mind to help you achieve more and to collapse time frames while doing it. In other words, to get where you want to go and do it in less time. Every show, we bring you an incredible guest. And as you know, I say this a great deal on our show, that get a pen, get a piece of paper, take notes because it's important. The information that we have the privilege of sharing with you is honestly incredible. And if you take it to heart and not only do that, if you implement it, it will change your life, business, career, and relationships all for the better. A lot of people come to me and ask me, Sean, how can I achieve more? Or how can I have more? Whether it's strong, powerful, high trust relationships or whether it's money. And at the end of the day, there's always a formula how to get there. And we're going to, we're going to always bring you the very best throughout this. Today, a very dear friend of mine is with us. And we're going to have, spend the next, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. And we're going to share his story And I want you to pay very close attention. This incredible individual has, honestly, a lifetime of knowledge, education, experience in the business world. This guy knows his stuff. So, John Arnott, Sr., welcome to Results Radio. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, Sean. Thank you for letting me be here. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's it's an honor. Trust me. Uh, A question for you. You're, you're, tell us a little bit about you. Where, where do you come from? Where, what's your background? You've been, you've been in this game working in the business world for, for a year or two. Share a little bit with myself and, and of course, the Change Results community, uh, you know, a little bit about you. Well, okay. I, I grew up on the west side of Chicago many years ago and uh, still an Illinois boy, but uh, my life really took off when uh, my wife and I uh, took our young family, we moved to uh, Moved to the East Coast, and I one of my first jobs I, I got was a uh, doing a consulting work for uh, a large consulting firm in Manhattan, the uh, Booz Allen and Hamilton. And my background then had absolutely no knowledge of uh, of technology, but I found myself uh, at a time of uh, learning how to do consulting, working with a number of companies uh, over a three-year period, and it was just a uh, a way that opened up my uh, my whole perspective on how to how to work in life. And so, uh, from Booz Allen, I uh, I was fortunate enough to work for AT and T in their corporate headquarters and, and do some uh, systems planning. I was one of I think I was one of the there were five thousand people in our home office at the time, and I think I was number four ninety eight or something like that. <laughs> it's pretty low down. But learned a great deal about how to work with organizations. 
And my life has just evolved in a very good manner. I, after working as a consultant, I had the opportunity to strike off on my own after about uh, 10 years. And so, and that's pretty much the story of my life. I've been in consulting now for the last uh, over 30 years. I've um, started off my own. I did pretty well. Uh, I made enough money to support my family most of the time until uh, I finally learned how to uh, break through. And that was um, pretty much jump into the deep pool and, and start my own uh, consulting practice with uh, a group. What I learned here was you know, you can make enough money just being a solo, but you really need a team and an organization to grow a business. And I was fortunate enough to team up with uh, my son, and we built a, a, a technology firm that helped hospitals and physicians manage their information technology and did that for almost 12 years until we, uh, we were approached and, and sold our company to a large Japanese firm was looking for a footprint. At this time, we were in Dallas. And that brings us up to about, um, about four or five years ago when we did sell the company. It was a very successful sale. And after we transitioned out of the company, uh, my son and partner, uh, now for almost 16 years, we decided to what, do it again. We asked each other one day, like after we been away from the company for about three months, took a nice holiday. So would you like to work together again? What would you like to do? So we actually spent, we spent six weeks going through about 18 different business models. Now this is a, a rare part of your life that I, I really cherish. Here I was and, and my son, we could do anything we wanted to do. You know, financially we were secure. Uh, but what do you want to do? And so we decided after looking after many profitable models to come up and do the one thing that we never thought we did well enough. Now we built a consulting practice. I think I had 32 consultants when I sold the business and we could get clients and we could, we could keep clients, but marketing and sales, it was always a challenge. So we decided, why not go do the one thing that we never excelled at? We wanted to finally excel at marketing and sales, and so we have. We now have a company that we built that works with uh, small to mid-sized companies, helping them to market themselves online. So we have a digital marketing practice uh, that working with, I think I'm working with about 60 different clients right now. So that's where I'm at. Well, that's quite a story. I have to ask you a question. You talk about the years that have elapsed. John, how old are you? Um, I'm 73. <laughs> so uh, that, that answer begs the question. Why, why are you still working? Oh, I love it. Um, you know, it's not often you get a chance to do things. Well, first of all, for all of you that are not 73, <laughs> it's really not as old as it sounds. Number one. Number two, uh, what I'm finding now, and, I, and, you know, the last several years I don't have to work if I don't care to, but I find that there's just a pure enjoyment of working with people uh, that I'd missed when I uh, transitioned for several years, you know, really. So you, let, you love what you do. Yeah, I love it. I love working with uh, helping people solve problems. I, I love the uh, relationship with our clients. They become friends. I like being part of um, 
making a difference and helping. You know, it's just, it's, there's a thrill. I, I think, um, like, like I think I may have mentioned to you one time, I, I'm on a board of directors uh, with one of the companies that I'm on, and um, they asked us to, my son and I, to help them out. And turned out I, I, I took a lead role in actually doing the consulting again. I felt like I was uh, 35 years old again. You know, back into it, it was uh, active, helping to really dig into really pressing problems, come up with uh, possible solutions, price them out. It was just exhilarating. Yeah, I love it. That's fun. I love that. Uh, um, tell me something. You, you, you're, you're, what, um, you're what most people would consider a success, uh, living, if you will, the, the, the American dream. And you know that I've had the privilege to work with literally thousands of people over the last 23, 24, 25 years, consulting and, of course, in the coaching realm. And it's interesting, as I travel around in North America and I speak, there seems to be this misconception, if you will, that because we're from here, born here, that this level of success, the American dream, should just land in our laps. What do you say to those people out there today who are 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, who haven't yet hit that, you know, you said breakthrough a few minutes ago. There aren't a place in their lives where they are experiencing that. I asked you before we went on the air, you don't really have to work, do you, John? And you said no. And I think that's an important lesson in all of this. What do you say to those people that want the American dream but haven't gotten there yet and perhaps even aren't willing to do or take the risk? You know, you talk about going out on your own and you know, most of the time you had or you made enough money to support your family. What do you say to those people that aren't doing those things to achieve more at a higher level? Well, I think uh, I look at the, that's an interesting question. I look back at my life as to the real jumping off points. Every one of those was preceded by some problem I ran into. And, you know, I like to say I'm this perfect guy that's never got let go or, or hasn't got laid off. Well, I'm that, that guy. Uh, God willing, a wonderful thing happens when you get laid off from a large company and you still have young kids in college, is you got to find a way. So um, for me, it was just going out there and calling friends and former colleagues trying to find work. And then I found out that the easier way was just trying to help them with their problems. And what I'm saying is it takes hard work. It takes some knocks to get you moving. I also have this uh, analogy I use of jumping in the pool. Sometimes it's good to have a, a shock in your life. Or, you know, you have to move. Maybe a, maybe you're a spouse and you move and you have to give up a good job and you, you move with And so what do you do when you get to the next place? Uh, and you're also, you got laid off, which many of us have over the years. And if you haven't, you're one of the few. It's a real opportunity to do something different. I'm finding out that risk is not that risky sometimes. You can find ways over the, the fine. First of all, I believe the good Lord opens up doors for us and I jump into them. But for me, if I were out there and to your audience listening to this, I would say every time you run into a problem, there's an opportunity out there. I'm all for uh, running businesses, owning businesses. I didn't start out that way. Frankly, I started out, I was, I was doing quite well. I I was in an insurance company. I was in charge of planning. I had a nice salary. Boring as heck because I wasn't making any impact. I'm making plans for and not being involved with it. But being a part of your own business, that's the part I found was the most exciting part of my life with all of its troubles and, and challenges. But at least you're, you're managing everything that's happening to you, you have something to do with. I no like longer, that. You know? can, can, you repeat, can you repeat that, please? 
every everything you're doing is something that you're you're impacting it. You're no longer just a part of another group or doing what your boss asks you to do or, or waiting for another six percent increase. You know, you look your spouse in the eye and you say, you know, you know, we just made we made ten grand yesterday. How did you do that? Oh, you know, we haven't made ten grand for a while, but it's a good deal. So it's it's a very exhilarating to own. Now it's scary sometimes, but over the long haul, I'm in my third business now. It's a better place to be. And frankly, you hit some low points, but quite honestly, you hit a number of high points. When we sold our last company, uh, we did very well. But it took, you know, 10, took almost 12 years to be a very well success. And we're in our, uh, I'm in my third company right now, and we're, we're four years into it, and we know exactly where we're heading. We know how difficult it's going to be. We, we pretty much have already laid out. The, the bumps that we expected, and we're pretty much on target. One of the things, for example, is when we started this third company, and it's something we really love to do, is um, we decided to sell it. But we decided to sell it the day before we started. And we laid out a date and a time. We laid out a plan. So we know where we're headed, and we um, and that's nice. So we're on track with that. So there's a lot of, uh, there's just a lot of enjoyment of being able to manage your own life you know, to be able to um, succeed with, after difficult problems. And when you're sitting here at 73 and you look back and you say, you know, we're, you know the kids got through college, uh, they got families, we can live successfully, we don't have, we're not rich, but we're sure are comfortable. You and I have known each other for, for, for a few years. I don't, I don't know, three, three, four years maybe. I didn't know you were 73, so that's, that's awesome. We're going to do this, uh, John. We're going to take a break for just a moment or two. For all of you listening in the Change Results community, pay attention for the next two minutes because it's, this is the reason that we get to bring this incredible show to you uh, twice a month with some of the most amazing people on this planet. And I will say this one more thing. Stay tuned. Uh, John is incredible. We have some more incredible guests coming up over the course of the next few weeks. I'm Sean Chuchuk. This is Results Radio. Stay with us. We'll be back in two minutes. What would being a best-selling author do for you and your business? Massive credibility. Your brand launchpad. Celebrity. Over two-thirds of Americans want to write a book. Get yours published now and distribute it around the world. More exposure means more prospects. More prospects means more clients. Even better, you don't have to do it all alone. You've got the leading publishing and marketing team doing it with you. At Results Press, it's easier than you dreamed. Visit us today at theresultspress.com. You and I know you're ready for more, for the freedom that you were promised when you decided to become an entrepreneur. Sean Shuchuk is the number one results coach in the country, and he wants to work with you, but only if you want to achieve real and lasting results. If you want five times or ten times your income, and to do it fast, if you want that six or seven figure income, visit changeyourresults.com now. Send Sean a message and say, I want real freedom. I want to invest in myself and work with you. Welcome back to Results Radio. I'm your host, Sean Tuchuk. Today, as you already know, if you've been with us for the first half of the show, John Arnott Sr. is with us. We're talking about, listen, this guy is 73 years young. He knows business. He's on his third one. He's helped a ton of businesses. He's working with, I think you said 60, John, right now. So welcome back to the second half of our show. For those of you listening, I hope you're taking notes. I hope you're listening and really paying attention, internalizing some of the things that, that John is sharing with us. 
John, I have a question. Let's say I'm in my 20s. I'm a young guy. I've gone to school. I've got my degree, whatever that happens to be in, and I'm working. How do I, I'm, I'm thinking about jumping off and doing this entrepreneur thing. What, what, how do I do it? What do I do? There's a risk involved. Maybe I'm married and have a kid or two, and I don't, I want security, but I also want to succeed at a higher level. What would you say to me? If you're sitting across me in my office, I'd say, so what is it that you really like to do? I mean, what passion do you have? The reason I bring up that word passion is um, it's one thing to be, you know, technically competent in an area, and and it's another one to have a passion for what you'd like to do. So I I would like to start to think about the things that I would naturally I'm very good at. If I've been in the consulting field and, and there's a couple of aspects to that that I like. For me personally, I like the, the people skill part of it. And I also like the problem solving. Not everyone does. So I'd ask you, first of all, what is it that you really have a passion for? Because you're going to end up when you go into business for yourself, or at least if you go into a, a partnership with another one of your colleagues, you're going to find yourself doing a lot of work that you don't like and there's going to be some pauses along the way. But if you really want some joy, once you get some work you know, or, or you're selling products and you're starting to sell a product and it's starting to work, you have to be ready for the downs before you get to the ups. So the passion part is that you got to like what you're doing if, if you have a natural inclination. So I would say, what is it that you've done so far in your 20s? Have you, uh, are you prepared? Not everyone should jump right into going into business for themselves. I don't think if, if they're just uh, trying to replace a job, for example, if, if, you're, if you're earning a good living with a company and you, you're being paid hourly or, or salary, are you just going to go into business and try to do the same thing and replace that? Uh, one of the things of growing a business, what I found, especially after my first business, I, my first business, I was a relatively, I say relatively successful sole proprietorship. I was doing my own consulting, but frankly, I was I was doing everything myself. And I, what I found out is to grow a business, uh, you really have to work on the business as much as you work into the business. I know we've heard that from some very smart people out there. Uh, and it's true. So I would ask if, if you're in your 20s, what is it you could build that you could get others to do the work for you? What is it that, what are the processes that you can put in place before uh, that you would actually launch and jump off? For example, when we built our latest company, it's a marketing and a digital marketing company, we have created over 100. We took a work breakdown structure of every task it takes to do digital marketing for a client, and we documented it, created videos for contractors that they could learn step-by-step how to perform the task. And what happened when we did that was we learned what works and doesn't work and increases quality. But if you're just starting out, it's a good way to think about how to run your business. There's, if you want, you could, you, that's something you could do on a part-time basis before you launch off. That's something you could use, a plan that you could approach maybe another business, a larger business, and help them fund it for you, for example. Anything from a landscape business to technology business to any other services business, HR, accounting. If you think about it, if you could come up and on your part-time basis, create what you think is a process for how you would not only do that type of work, but how you would manage a team to do that type of work, then you would probably find someone might even a sponsorship or might even fund part of the development. I know I talk to people on a regular basis that talk, 
bring ideas to me. And that's the type of question I ask them. I like what you said, John, you know, about the planning. I think a lot of people make a decision to become a quote unquote entrepreneur and they, they jump in without any real forethought or without any suggestions about what that might actually look like or the impact it might have on them and their families or their lifestyle. So I think that's really important. And I like also, I think this is important for those of you listening right now to this and to our conversation, I want you to really embrace this. Uh, John, what you said um, about building something that you can get someone else to help you or to do the work so you're not hands-on, so you're not constantly and continuously working in the business. So, um, you know, we talk, when I talk about this and I teach this to, to businesses, and, and John, you know a little bit of this, uh, you know, I've got a little bit of a history in the, in the consulting realm myself. We talk about scalability. Uh, in other words, how do we grow this business without me as the entrepreneur doing all the work? And I think that's a big key. Uh, you know, uh, Mike Lee Gerber, Emeth, he talks about, you know, just because you own a company doesn't mean you're an entrepreneur. And most entrepreneurs or most most so-called entrepreneurs are technicians having an entrepreneurial seizure because they don't understand the idea of building something at, that is scalable where they actually probably end up putting more time into their their businesses than they do or did when they had a traditional JOB. So I, I like that a lot. I want to, uh, where our time is ticking away very quickly, but I want to talk for just a minute about relationships. This is something I bring up on most of these conversations that I'm privileged to have with incredible people. How important are business relationships? And, and that those translate both ways because most of the most of the clients that I've had over the years have become incredible friends as well. But how important are relationships, strong, powerful, productive, high trust relationships? How important are they in your experience, John? Well, I, I think that the answer is they're extremely important if you're going to even have a business. So people are very smart and people are very intuitive. And when you're open and honest with people, they start to open up with you. And it's just the only way I know how to do business is to be open and honest and, and trustworthy. With relationships, I think back of all the, the clients I've had are uh, people that I've had relationship with in other, other endeavors and then uh, many of them have just have reached out to me uh, when they had an opportunity that I could help them with. So the relationship part of business is huge because you have to have trust in order, of not only authority, authority you have to have, you have to know what you're doing, you have to know what you're talking about, you have to, but people have to trust you. So when you say you're going to do something or you give them some hard news about how bad or how good they're, how bad their situation is and how, what they need to do about it. You, they, in order for them to grasp that they have to have trust, and it goes both ways. And I, I think, agree. So I, I think it's extremely important. I mean, the, the key here is just to be completely honest. And I also want, for example, another one, I just, I just walked away from a, a very nice assignment because I, I just I didn't feel it would have been beneficial for them, what the people are asking us to do. And, and, and I told them they just weren't ready. They just I like that. To do I like some that. Other yeah. That's a testimony of itself of when you talk about business ethics, it's not just about the money. Yeah, correct. I'll throw a monkey wrench in this a little bit, John. What would you say, especially to some of those folks that perhaps are a few years younger than, than you and I and who have really embraced technology and have this uh, idea, right, wrong, or otherwise, I'll leave that answer to you in a, in a moment, that the relationships for their businesses can be built purely electronically. So text message, Facebook, et cetera, uh, the, the traditional idea of 
you know, shaking someone's hand uh, and, and, and looking in the eye is not, not as prevalent as it once was. What, what do you say to those folks? Well, agree. first of all, I agree with you. It, it's definitely not as prevalent because it's just so convenient. What I say is if eventually either if you have to have an eyeball-to-eyeball, whether it's on the screen-to-screen or, or if it's in person, you have to have that uh, in order to continue. I, I love the technology today. We have a whole team of about 17 people. We do business uh, with uh, people that are very comfortable with go-to-meetings and Skype and, and other forums. And frankly, they are very efficient because they're no longer, instead of me having my consulting leadership sitting in a conference room for two hours and us just looking at each other and one person talking, this, this is a very efficient way of doing business. However, I would say it, it's, it's building relationships somewhere along the line. You've got to pick up the phone and talk if, you, if, you're, if you're thousands of miles away and have a conversation. People, people business, business is just one part of a relationship. You know, people have lives. They are um, they're looking for a relationship with people they know and trust and they, they empathize with. And you can't do that if you're simply just talking business 100% of the time on um, technology. You just don't get their relationships. They're looking for a lot of insights I get from, from my friends and my colleagues. I, I, I glean from just casual conversation. So if you can't fly to meet these people on a regular basis, at least make sure you that when you're in town, you take them out to lunch or make an attempt to get there. Correct me if I'm wrong, John. What you're saying, though, is there, there is a point where that type of relationship building were to know you on a personal level, not just the name on the front of a door or front of a building is key. Is that, am I understanding you correctly? Yes, it is. I, I think it's imperative. I think they... Um, People buy the person; they don't buy the project. They really do. Oh, I, lo- I I love it. I'll share I'll share a quick a quick little thing here. One of the things that I, I teach entrepreneurs is it doesn't matter what name is on the door or the front of the building. If the people either behind that door either don't like you or don't know you, they're not going to do business with you. And I think that's what it comes down to. And you're, you've taken it a step further uh, by saying that you know there's a personal component to this, and I could not agree with you more. So there are people in our community, the Change Results community, listening. Some I'm sure jumping on for the first time listening to our conversation here today, and there's people all over the world, United States, Canada, uh, UK, Australia, and it goes on and on. What is one thing, John, that a golden nugget, something that you can share with our listeners today that they can take away in the moment that our conversation comes to an end, they can implement something that's going to make a difference in their lives, businesses, careers, relationships, something that is of value to them. What's one thing you can leave with them? I'd say, uh, you know, when you hang up, from this, this either on your laptop or on your uh, smartphone or on a piece of paper, you know, write down the top seven things you really want to get done this year. I mean, I, I, what I'm finding is um, I just did this yesterday and I went as far, I actually putting down on some type of a document what it is you want to accomplish, that, that would be the one nugget. The other nugget would be this. If you get an opportunity, if you ever find yourself and I'm biased on this, of course, if you ever find yourself as a business owner, immediately start thinking about what it would take to sell your company. I with um, our last company, and it amazed us how efficient uh, we became after we started that process, when we decided that we were going to sell the company. We actually increased, we increased our bottom line profits by almost 4% when we did a a two-month analysis to see if we could sell it. So 
my nugget here is if you own a business or if you're part of an ownership, write down, figure out what it would take to sell your business, start that process, and think through when would you sell it? When would you sell the company? I like that a lot. Thank you for that. Um, if I know you're an author, and if people want to find out more and learn more about you and what you do, where can they find, what's your, first of all, I guess, what's your book and where can they find it? It's on Amazon. Uh, the title is Acquired with an exclamation point, Acquired, How I Sold My Small Company and Exited Debt-Free. And it's on, um, on there, and it's, uh, it's a good book. I wrote it for uh, my four grandchildren because each one of them is going to be a business owner, less just like their parents. So I figured that I wrote the book exactly what it would take to uh, plan out and sell their business in 18 months. Thank you so much, John, for being with us on Results Radio today. I'm your host, Sean Chuchuk, and as of course you know, this is Results Radio. Visit our website at yourresultsradio.com. Grab your copy of the Results Journal. Go to Amazon. Get a copy of John's book. John Arnott Sr., once again, thank you for joining us. Have an incredible day, everybody. Until next time. Thank you for joining us today on Results Radio. Every show, we bring you the very best guests that share with you their experiences and expertise. Do whatever you have to do to join us for our next show. And visit us today at yourresultsradio.com. While you're there, get your copy of the Results Journal.